The uh, what do you guys find are like pros and cons of working together as brothers? That's a Good fun question. question. Um, answer yeah. that. The, the pro for me is, I mean, no one knows how to communicate me with me, and 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 I guess for lack of a better term, no one knows how to check me the way my brother checks me, um, and kind of vice versa. Um, we know each other's um, like breaking points and stuff like that. Um, so I think that that's a benefit. Um, it's also the the downfall of it. Um, no one knows how to annoy me more than my brother. So, you know, sometimes that's a, that's a gift and a curse, right? Um, but yeah, there's, you know, we, we get along. We're best friends. Um, we've always had a great relationship. Um, but yeah, there's some times where he really knows how to kind of grind my gears. And I'm sure he'll say the same thing about me. Uh, but the good thing about it is we know when to step away from a certain situation when it's getting a little too, uh, you know, when it escalates a little bit too much. Yeah, my pro is like, you know, Eric's my best friend. Like we grew up, we're three years apart, but we always grew up in like the same circle. Um, so being able to work with him and get, getting to like travel and um, see him, that that's like the biggest pro. Um the biggest con, I think, is it's just like how we piss each other off sometimes. But you know, um, we grew up in a sometimes family. I do it intentionally. I promise. Yeah, you siblings are always pissing off each other intentionally. <laughs> Welcome to Flavor Balance Heat, the podcast for hot sauce lovers and makers. I'm Spike. I'm Zach. And I'm Claire. Today we're talking to Eddie and Eric, the Stanky Brothers from Stanky Sauce. How you doing, guys? Oh, we're doing great, man. Thanks Good, for having man. us. Welcome to the shit show. I love it. <laughs> Once you start off by telling us your history with hot sauce, spicy food, and how you ended up with a hot sauce company. Um, we started off, uh, the, the idea of stanky sauce came up in 2018, actually, um, as I was just, you know, talking to my dad in the kitchen and, um, I had just registered an LLC for myself, uh, called stanky LLC. And I just always, Eric and I, as we've always talked about like creating something and creating something with our nickname stanky, which is just short for our last name Stankowitz. Um, but we just never knew what to do with it. Um, and then as my dad's just eating a chip and we always have like four or five hot sauces on the table, just putting a drop of hot sauce. And as he's eating, it's like, you should just make a hot sauce. You like hot sauce, make one for yourself and other people will like it too. And then I was like, and I'll call it stanky sauce. And that's where the idea began. It didn't take off until 2020. Um, it was supposed to, uh, we, we always talked about going straight to a co-packer first. Um, for and this is, I mean, we don't we'll bring up some of the Zach story, right? But this is before we knew what you went through um, with using a co-packer. <laughs> we just said, let's figure out how to use, let's find the right co-packer. Let's do this so that way um, we can have that consistency, you know, um, the scalability right off the bat. And the last thing we wanted to do was create a flavor ourselves that then would change slightly using the co-packer, which happens sometimes. Um, happens so all. what was it? So it happens all the time. Yeah. So um, that was just the mentality. And then we had a meeting set with the co-packer we wanted to use for February of 2020. And we all know <laughs> what happened at the end of that month. And yep. um, yeah, so then we kind of just tabled it to 
I, I ended up moving to Arizona. I lived in Phoenix as a pharmaceutical rep. And I just, uh, I, I learned quickly that that's not what I want to do for the rest of my life. So I took some of the money that I had saved up and I said, I went online. I went onto the database for co-packers. I found the co-packer in Arizona that was only 30 minutes away from where I was living. And um, Arizona, Arizona Spice Company, um, if you've ever heard of them. Oh, so, oh yeah? Okay. Um, so I just well, that, that, that co-packer was in Phoenix. That's that's why I got excited. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I, I I called him up. I went to the store. I met up with them. He's like, "Yeah, no, we could do this." And he kind of just guided me through that process initially. And I came back a week later with some recipe with the uh, with the actual bottles made for him. Gave him the recipes, and we took off from there. Um, launched the company on January 10th of uh, 2021, which is my birthday. And we just started kind of just posting stuff on Instagram and Facebook. And that's how we built it up. You know, we didn't do live events. We didn't do markets, um, none of that. And I always say we kind of have done stuff backwards, um, but it's worked for us. So, and here we are, we're, we're about to hit our three-year anniversary um, we have five flavors now in, in addition, you know, we had, we started off with the two, we have five, we're working on some more and just taking it step-by-step step. it's all self-funded. So, you know, what we can do to, to continue growing our brand and our story together. Um, that's what we're doing. And that was a long answer, but I talk a lot. So get used to it. He does. Your show. <laughs> have you guys, have you guys always been into spicy food? Eric? So the funny thing is, uh, I've never been into spicy food. Uh, probably in like 2008, I started hanging out with a lot of Mexicans and my life changed. Like once you start kind of diving into the way they play with the peppers and spices, um, I started realizing that there's a lot more to uh, to spice and flavor. Um and not and then not till recently uh when we started doing this in in 2020 did i actually start diving into like actual hot sauces um so eddie always says that i'm the perfect example of what we try to do as a company because our whole mission is to help introduce people to spicy foods um and i was never really a spicy kind of guy but now i you know i i can bite into a habanero recently we uh, we bit into a scotch bonnet because that's one of the peppers we've been trying to play with um so I have a, a lot better of a tolerance now, and I really love it. I mean, doing these events and, and meeting a lot of the, the sauce makers, you see how people are not only playing with different flavors, but different peppers. Um, you know, everybody knows your, your habaneros, your jalapenos, but um, some guys are there are, are using some pretty, uh, some pretty gnarly peppers. Um, and I, I never realized like the flavors behind the peppers. Um, but I'm really starting to explore that a little bit more. And every day I learned something new about a pepper. I knew some, I learned something new about a flavor. Um, and just the guys that we've met doing these events and, and kind of, um, throughout the U S have really opened my eyes to the different possibilities. So I'm allowed one, uh, shelf. My wife allows me one shelf in my, um, in my fridge for uh for hot sauces so all the hot sauces on there hold a very special place in my heart and then the rest of them are over in the in our office and you know during lunch we'll we'll sample and try a few but yeah not so recently have i been a fan like a big fan i have for for a while for a long time since elementary school that i can remember liking spicy stuff so 
I can always remember Eddie and his buddy Sean. They would whatever hot sauce they can get their their hands on, and our mom used to make uh uh picante. It, our mom's Colombian, so it was like uh, fresh onions, fresh cilantro, kind of let it um um what's pickle sort of and vinegar and then she'll add the jalapenos was really the ones that we would add to the most and they would go crazy for uh, eddie and my buddy sean where it would go crazy for that stuff so ever since i remember eddie has been always loving spicy foods yeah so i give that credit to my mom because it started off with the jalapenos and then little by little i wanted it spicier and spicier and this is late 90s um so spicy isn't you know it's not easy to get your hands on so much spicy but we lived right next to a u-pick strawberry field excuse me and seasonally they would have a u-pick habaneros um they just have like a nice little row of just habaneros so she went and she picked out and i remember they were just two bright beautiful orange habanero peppers and she brought them home and it's like this is what i'm going to put in the picante today and i was like awesome and my <laughs> I, I, we're got to be like 12, if that, uh, you know, kids nowadays, 12 year olds have the highest tolerance in the world. Um, not so much back in the day. And I remember my friend Sean got like, I'd say a quarter of it and just ate it. And he just like lit up and started running around the house. He was also like very dramatic in everything he did. But um, it was, a, it's funny. It's a core memory in, in, in my life. Um, that specific day that I tried a habanero for the first time. I don't think I say that story a lot, but I do remember. No, you don't. I remember that day. I remember. Then really we went to play Mario story. 64 after that. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. My first habanero is also a core memory. I uh, My dad picked it up at the store. We made, um, uh, we had tortillas with grilled pork and little bits of habanero. As And, um, and I remember just being like, I, I remember having the tiniest bit of it and being so proud that I could have like a bite of it. Yeah. Um, and I think I was nine. I think I was nine when I had my first habanero. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Flavor Balance Heat, the podcast for hot sauce lovers and makers, is brought to you by Irish Spike's unique hot sauces and vandal pepper sauces. I'm Spike, the owner and executive saucier. Our sauces are handmade in the Pacific Northwest using the best possible ingredients. We believe that hot sauce equates to a balance of sensational heat coupled with a robust and complex flavor profile. Live your hottest life with Irish Spike's. Irish Spikes unique hot sauces and vandal pepper sauces are available at saucecult.com. So we have a, a new section. It is listeners questions. So we've had, I got a bunch of listeners to ask questions. So I'm just going to randomly read one that, that hasn't already been asked. Let's see. Cameron Koch talk. I'm not, uh, said, what do you look for in a new sauce idea? Is it something you don't make something no one makes or where your taste takes you? Oh, that's a good question. I think it's a that combination is. of the, the, the last two. I, I think I understand what he was saying with the first part of that, but definitely always looking for something, um, especially if you look at our product line, our two most popular sauces are probably the least utilized or available flavor profiles out there. Like everybody has a mango habanero. Like we've all made a mango habanero, right? Um, so looking for something that's unique, and um, definitely something that we don't make, but, you know, it sometimes it's just a, like I try something or like a different food and I'll immediately like text Eric, even if it's at two in the morning, like I just try this. I don't know what the heck it is, but I think we could do something based on this. And although we only have five recipes or five flavors out there, 
we have an arsenal, um, like I'm sure all of you do, of just flavor ideas and this, different recipes you like to try in the future. We're well, just at the mercy of the large scale with the, with the co-packer. So we don't have a facility where we can kind of just make a small mm -hmm. batch, which we would love that. And we hope to be there one day where we can do like, you know, those limited runs and just try something. And if it works, it's, it works and we can um, scale on that. But um, yeah, I think that it's a combination of those, those last two things. Well, awesome. I mean, it's not like people don't just make hot sauce in their house and sell it anyway. Just follow suit, man. <laughs> Doesn't seem to be an issue anymore. I, I, I've heard you guys talk about these people. I don't know who they are. The uh, What do you guys find are like pros and cons of working together as brothers? That's a Good fun question. question. Um, answer yeah. that, the, the pro for me is, I mean, no one knows how to communicate me, with me and and and. I guess for lack of a better term, no one knows how to check me the way my brother checks me um, and kind of vice versa. Um, we know each other's um, like breaking points and stuff like that. Um, so I think that that's a benefit. Um, it's also the the downfall of it. Um, no one knows how to annoy me more than my brother. So, <laughs> you know, sometimes that's a, that's a gift and a curse, right? Um but yeah, there's, you know, we, we get along, we're best friends. Um, we've always had a great relationship. Um, but yeah, there's some times where he really knows how to kind of grind my gears. And I'm sure he'll say the same thing about me. Um, but the good thing about it is we know when to step away from a certain situation when it's getting a little too, uh, you know, when it escalates a little bit too much. Yeah, my pro is like, you know, Eric's my best friend. Like we grew up, we're three years apart. But we always grew up in like the same circle. Um, so being able to work with him and get getting to like travel and um, see him, that that's like the biggest pro. Um, the biggest con, I think it's, it's just like how we piss each other off sometimes. But, you know, um, we grew up in a Sometimes family. I do it intentionally, I promise. Yeah. You Siblings are always pissing <laughs> off each other intentionally. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know. I just don't <laughs> talk to mine. Some problem solved. And and that's um, you know, um, everybody has their own relationships with their siblings. We have two step siblings that we consider our blood, our everything, you know, our stepfather um raised us. And so we um I don't know, and we come from a huge family. I mean, my mom's one of twelve, we're one of third uh, one and two of thirty cousins on just my wow. mom's side alone. Jesus. So you know, for us, yeah. we were each other's friends growing up. Um, like we do have friends outside of just the family, but that's uh, that's what family was to us. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, going back to the, the family working together, we grew up, our parents own an insurance agency in Miami. So they've been working together for 30 something years. So we always saw the dynamic of, in that case, a couple a married couple working together so we knew what we how it we we always talked about like man it sucks man why are they answering a phone call at seven o'clock at night while we're eating or why are they arguing about this and this and that and we understand it on a different level um because it's it's different with siblings but we always knew what we didn't want to bring from that into the business and then how we would bring it in our own way um, certain elements of just uh, two people partnering um, for for what we're doing. So um, I think that that kind of always stuck in our head um, growing up like that. It's really hard to, hard to turn it off, isn't it? Oh, yeah. 
like the business I, I have such a hard time turning that off yeah no uh mine I, never I, turns off yeah uh, neither does i don't think any of ours does I, I at this point i think eric's might pivot a, uh, a lot to mila and the baby um but yeah i i'll wake up like sweating and i'm like oh why is it four in the morning why am i thinking of this or why did i just have a dream about this i was like oh uh and i'm one of those guys that i i remember my dreams and i dream every night so i'm always like super tired i feel like i run a marathon every night but that that's just a completely different thing so uh, back back on topic do you guys find that you like separate your job duties like one of you always works in one area one of you works in other areas or do you kind of go back and forth and kind of throw everything back and forth you know, we try to structure to a certain extent, um, but, you know, obviously with me uh, having a, a five-month-old, like, Eddie took on a lot more of what the responsibilities were, um, but there's certain things that I still, you know, I still do, and, and if I can do it from home, it's great. That's the beauty of a technology these days, but we do try to have a structure where, certain, you know, we have certain things that I take care of, certain things that he takes care of. Um, but overall, you know, we kind of have our hands in each one of the things and, um, the different aspects and the, the cool thing about, you know, us and being able to communicate and being brothers is sometimes we know when he's either overworked and sometimes he won't say it, but I've known him my whole life. So I know exactly when I can be like, Hey, you know what, Eddie, let me, let me pick that up and I'll take care of that specific thing or, or vice versa. Um, but yeah, we do try to balance as much as, as much as possible, but sometimes um, things kind of need to just, he'll hop in whenever he needs to and I'll hop in whenever I need to. I'm, I'm happy nice. as long as he just is handling QuickBooks and I don't have to worry about. <laughs> books. I yeah. fucking hate QuickBooks. According oh, to QuickBooks. the worst. <laughs> According to QuickBooks, I have like negative eighty thousand dollars in my bank account, and that's fucking uh, ridiculous, man. I, I I do the same thing. Like yeah. whenever I try to do the reconciliation and just look at all this stuff, I'm just like, how does this not add up? <laughs> like right, wow. like but they're I, like, there's no. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was, I was just gonna, gonna say. say I, oh, go ahead. I thought you were talking to me. Go ahead. I was just gonna say my accountant tells me how fucking easy it is all the time, and I'm just like, bro, this makes it makes no sense like he's like i can show you and i'm like cool show me and then he like share screen and then does all the shit i'm like i have no idea what you just did dude like <laughs> like what the fuck you know what that sounds like that's like you and claire talking about the steam jacketed kettle to me i'm like i have no idea what you guys are talking about <laughs> just release the pressure i when you get it up to 10 psi and then you just pull a little fucking thing and release pressure for like a second or two and then you wait for it to get back up to 10 psi and then and then when it cools it'll create a vacuum I'm Claire George. I own Butterfly Bakery of Vermont. We make hot sauce, mustard, cookies, and granola, and 100% of our products are made with Vermont ingredients. The thing that I hear most often from people is that my hot sauce tastes like the peppers that are in it. We do really simple recipes that don't get too crazy and nitpicky, just to really accentuate the, the flavor of the peppers that are in there. 
the unique thing about our hot sauces is how much we feature the farm and the relationship with the farm and really um, bring the terroir of Vermont to our hot sauces. I am pretty sure I am the number one purchaser of Vermont grown chili peppers. I would love it if there would be a legitimate pepper market in Vermont where people would know Vermont for its peppers. We're all better for supporting each other. You know, and, and I think that part really shows itself with the collaborations that I do with the other businesses and the other farms that, that I love working together and coming up with new ideas and presenting each other with new challenges. And I think overall that's the attitude here. And I absolutely love it because that's my attitude. I try to live my life with love. The ingredients that I use, I would say that my values are reflected in that, um, that I use ingredients that, again, feel good, feel loving, feel supportive. The relationship with the farmer was how it all began. If I changed the reason for it being, if I went out and bought some commodity peppers, you know, it might not be as good. <laughs> you can find Butterfly Bakery of Vermont hot sauce, mustard, granola, and cookies at butterflybakeryvt.com. So you guys have a, uh, a favorite sauce from your lineup, one that you guys personally love? And for what reason? Yeah, it's different. Um, my my personal favorite is going to be our pineapple habanero ghost pepper sauce. Um, so it's our hottest one, but I just really like what we did with it. Where um, it our whole our tag our motto is feed adventure, so we call ourselves Florida's most adventurous hot sauce. Um, so it takes you on an adventure where it starts off with flavor. Habanero starts to burn, that ghost pepper is like 10 seconds, 15 seconds after. So it really helps people kind of just go on that little uh, flavor adventure with one sauce. And it's a it's a very mild uh, sauce for having ghost pepper in it, um, but it does the trick. It, we've been able to do what our purpose is or what we're considering what we want to do with our brand. So we're introducing people to that next level of spice. Um, so people that normally cap out at habanero, this is their sauce to get them trying a ghost pepper so that they know that, okay, it's not as bad as it sounds. People hear ghosts and they just freak out that they'll prefer like a reaper over a ghost. Like, you know, they're both scary. And I mean, like physical ghosts and reapers are scary, not so much the peppers. So, um, but it's just, this like psychological thing that people just hear ghosts and like, oh no, I heard of the ghost pepper. But I'll try that Carolina thing. It's like, okay, you guys are silly. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's my favorite one. It, it happens um, at it happens at markets all the time. People see Ghost of Saffron and they're like, oh, I don't want it. I'm like, yo, it's not that hot. It's mostly Scotch bonnets, you know. Yeah. Uh, for me, I would have to say so. The honey mango habanero is my personal favorite. I I have a sweet tooth, so I really like the sweetness. Um, and, and I do like the, the, the way the habanero kind of comes in towards the end and just burns a little bit, but the more I build up my tolerance for heat, the more I really like our pineapple one. Um, it's in a very close second for me, but I still have to go with the, the honey mango habanero as my, my personal favorite. Nice. Which that is the good. background of his, the label is the background. Oh, yeah. 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 You oh, guys yeah. have. Oh, what, what are we looking at here? I'm oh. looking at their labels, and I see the background of the label for the honey mango habanero is the background for that he's using. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Do you guys have uh, favorite and least favorite sauces from other companies? You are more than welcome to put people on blast, but don't feel required to do so. Uh, sure, I have. Um, it's funny because. 
you guys were interviewing um, Down to Ferment, and I, and I was listening to it as he says his favorite one. I messaged him. I was like, damn, bro, that's what I was going to say. Um, it's Pedro Afortunado <laughs> is like my oh, favorite. Yeah. Um, like uh, hot sauce, I'm going to say out there, like it's there, there's very few hot sauces that I've reordered. Um, that's one of them. And I know we're not supposed to talk about you guys' sauces, but Ghost of Saffron is the other sauce. And um, uh, Reaper's Fuzzy Navel are like three of 10 sauces that I've actually ever reordered ever. So yeah, um, those that that's the ones I the one I go to, but I just love it. It's it's just a nice, easy going sauce. I know you tried it the other day, right? Um, on a previous episode, Spike. I think is that the one that you brought out? Oh yeah, it no, it's that. My two favorites are that one and Claire's uh, cilantro onion. Both those two are like a, a, yeah. another class of hot sauce. Cool, yeah. cool. Um, least favorite uh, truff. Yep. Uh, yeah, I want to. I want to get those guys on the podcast so bad. I, as Why? as a as a guy <laughs> with a marketing degree um, myself, like and just brand building i i love what they're doing um yeah definitely taking over very quickly i mean they just got they just partnered with kim kardashian like i think she's part owner of the business now yeah she bought um, the shares in it or something so, like that. but huh. maybe it's because i don't like truffle flavored stuff or or what um so but i tried it the other day finally i was like okay let me finally because uh and i was like mm, no no so. I like I like how he said truffle flavored stuff. Yeah, didn't say he doesn't like truffles. He doesn't like truffle flavored stuff. <laughs> Made with truffle oil. Uh, it, it is truffle, truffle oil. oil and essence yeah. of truffle. Yeah, I I have so much trouble with truffle oil. I actually like yeah. truffles, but truffle oil just like sits on top and it like coats your tongue, and then you end up tasting it for like days afterward like oh. initially it can be good and you you're like oh i like that and then you walk away and you're like now i've moved on and i'm eating other food and it just is stuck there and yeah and one like of our restaurants we used to have to do truffle fries and they were just awful because it's a, it's a, it's like to me truffle oil often hasn't seen a truffle is a lot like liquid smoke um you can get good truffle oil but in most cases, it's going to be, it tastes like chemicals. Yeah. I've even had good truffle, like hot sauces where the, the initial bite, the enjoyment of the hot sauce, it's there. I like that truffle hot sauce. And then I walk away and I cannot get rid of that mm. flavor. It just I won't go I don't, away. And I, I feel that way with just anything truffle, like the truffle fries is huge, right? Like everybody likes the truffle fry. And I just, I can't, uh, I'll have, it has to be very little, little, cause just a little goes a long way. Yeah. Um, with that it's just like um like horseradish stuff like i just can't stand anything I i'll, I'll pick up uh, like, i love horseradish yeah, no, yeah. It, um, prime rib I, it's funny because i had, well, had a recent <laughs> festival i tried something and i was like wow there's something in there i can't make it out and it was a really good sauce and they're like yes yeah, horseradish i was like okay interesting because i typically don't like it but they just use the right amount for my uh, my palate, you know, and that's the beauty of this. We're all different. We all have different taste palates. Um, yeah. Someone's going to love my stuff. Someone's going to hate my stuff. Um, someone's going to love truff. And I know a lot of people really do love it. Um, it's just not for my, my taste palate. So, but do they, or do they just have a killer marketing plan? It's funny. 
Because we've been talking about like different flavors that we don't like, and I, I've never liked capers, but one of my personal favorite sauces is um, well, our buddy Sam from Sam Sauce. Um, he from Minnesota. He uh, he does what he calls chimchar, so it's kind of his take on like a chimichurri, um, but he does it with charred serranos. And uh, the flavor that I love that comes out of it, he also uses capers to kind of like salt it up a little bit more, um, and it just gives it the 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 caper with a little bit of lemon just gives it such a fresh taste and i really don't like capers but i love that sauce um and the other one would have to be so they used to be known as a uh, florida man hot sauce um but now they are called redacted is that what it is Andrew? yeah, yeah re today they changed yeah. the name to redacted yeah they changed yeah. the name and they make a guava scotch bonnet that's just fucking badass man it's uh yeah, I, I love that sauce. Um, that's one of them that I've ordered multiple times. And I've I've been on this scotch bonnet kick for probably the last few months, um, just because I really want to put that in one of our, our our sauces. I just love the flavor behind it and, and that spice level that it gives. But yeah, their their sauce is really good too, the the guava scotch bonnet. I'm that mean, on, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just gonna say I, I I'm working on one with scotch bonnet and ghost. I just I've kind of am like focused in on both those flavors yeah. right now we, we just mean... got our first scotch bonnets this past uh this past growing season but the the farm that was growing it kind of didn't know it, what they were doing and we got sent what on the invoice was called scotch bonnet habaneros okay. and i was like okay and we were sent a bunch of different things and i was like well i'm just going to try to identify them out of this giant mixed bag these scotch bonnet habaneros you know, i think some grocery stores yeah. actually have that like um if you go on the description they just consider them the same thing but yeah your, your average consumer probably consider them the same thing and not see the difference but yeah um but well, i remember growing up in california um uh poblanos were always called pasillas out in california and i don't know if that's still the case but that was definitely a case when i was growing up that on the oh. store shelf they would be called pasillas but they were poblanos and here they're called anchos actually our, yeah. at our mm -hmm. farmer's market and everything everybody calls them anchos well, which the is ancho... the dry poblano yeah. yeah, the ancho is yeah. supposed to be the dried poblano. Yeah. Right. But yeah, the pasilla pepper is actually supposed to be a different pepper, but yeah. I've noticed that pick, picking up uh, poblanos recently, they're called pasilla, and I'm like, that's not right. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? Different <laughs> shape. Yeah. Color. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It's like the difference between a Fresno and a red jalapeno. They look very similar, but they're not the same thing. They're not yeah. the same. Yeah. My uh, my photographer, I I love my photographer and he's great, but I wasn't with him when he was taking the pictures and he grabbed different peppers than he should have been using. And so my picture of, and it's like my favorite picture is our Vermont Habs bottle and he's like dropped chili peppers over it. So they're like flying through and it's a great picture and they're Fresno peppers. <laughs> and, like, and I'm like, I know that most of the world is not going to recognize it. Yeah. No. It's fine. It's fine. But I totally fine. understand going through your mind because uh, I'm like, Eric, this is not the right. He's like, no one's going to know. I was like, but he's like, no one's going to know. Like, I'm so yeah. 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 It's a beautiful picture. And I still, I use the heck out of it because it's my favorite picture, but yeah. Wrong nice. peppers. I got a question for you guys. Do you guys have a favorite pepper? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. Do you want me to, uh, it's Claire, you go first. Um, I'm, I'm boring. I like, um, I like red jalapenos. Uh, I just, especially we're, um, 
you know, in Vermont, just certain varieties grow better. And then we're also picky about the varieties we get because they prep better, taste better, et cetera. And so we get, um, we get a mix of varieties of red jalapenos and they're not the, you know, supermarket, they're not early jalapenos, which don't turn red that well or that easily. Um, and, uh, so we get like, you know, El Jefe's and, Halafuegos and a few other varieties like that. And they're just, they're sweet and they're versatile and they just go on everything. And I love them. Nice. Yeah. I, I like habanero is I think the perfect pepper, um, but ghost is very close behind. I'm a, I'm a chocolate Bula uh, ghost pepper fan personally. I, I agree with the, the habanero, like habanero, and then kind of um, starting to enjoy a lot more, the ghost, you know, but that's where like, that's where I like to be also with when I'm, you know, um, enjoying something spicy, but I just like the, the flavor of it. Now it's funny. Like Eric says, like, I, we can now taste the flavor in the peppers rather than just like the heat. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy the floweriness of a ghost pepper. Like, I feel like it's really fun to play with that. Like we do a elderflower ghost with a elderflower crumb. And so it's really flowery in the front and then it just, you know, all right so desert island hot sauce so let me read the scenario for you um just so that th- who, the people listening can understand it um the idea behind this is to find the hot sauce with the widest breadth it's not ne- the scenario is just a model to help you find that you were on an ocean liner and it crashed or it sunk and you're the only survivor you're on an island all right stuff from the ship washes ashore all the time all kinds of crazy different wonderful foods wash up regularly but only one pallet of hot sauce was on the ship it washes ashore if you if you want to pick a couple of different kinds that you hope it would be that's fine but it can't be yours can't be one of ours or it can't be yours it's fine if it's one of ours most of saffron um but yeah it's on my top 10 but um (laughs) For me, I, I'd probably go back to that Perro Fortunado, but another one that I like that I feel just kind of works with so many things that I eat um, is uh, from Hot and L. So uh, Gator Jakes, Gator Jakes, Gator Jakes. So it's just a yeah. nice like like cayenne pepper sauce. You know, it's easy going um, and I could just put it on, on, on so many things. So I really like that sauce a lot. Is that his Louisiana style one? Yeah, yeah. That okay. one has yeah, like I gator really like on that it. Sauce it's too. like Mardi Gras. Yeah. I believe I know it's a really good sauce yeah that's uh I like that one I, I like a lot of things that Dino makes too so um but he has a he has a wide wide range of sauces as well you guys all have like such a wide range of, of sauces too so I'm, I'm really yeah, you, got so much. Yeah. you just can't you can't change yeah that's right you're getting rid of them right Zach getting rid of I, man I I don't want to admit this but I think I'm gonna have to go co-packer after the first Ooh, of the year yeah I, I have to like I've I've hit this point where I can't like grow yeah I'm like a, I'm a I'm a goldfish right now I'm I'm limited by my environment I can't grow anymore because the stupid shared kitchen space and I can't afford to build out like my own spot because it's stupid expensive like quarter million dollars that i don't fucking have and small business loans aren't really for fucking small business because you know uh i'm not making a million dollars a year so they don't Mm -hmm. want to give me any money and i'm like well but i could be if you just give me this fucking money i can make that million dollars but you know well and zach if you're if you feel like it's difficult to like make to 
to jump to a co-packer. You can also, and we've had clients who um, who will like continue making some of their smaller batch stuff and send their big productions, like their most popular sauces, um, and you know do those in large runs, and then and then they still make their small stuff in their own facility. But I think what I'm gonna do is anything fire roasted because right now I'm fire roasting everything on a 24 inch charbroiler, and it's a fucking lot, dude. Like doing a 40 gallon kettle of ghost of saffron fire roasted 36 fucking pounds of carrots. You know what I mean? It's like Jeez. it doesn't sound like a lot, but you only have so much space. So I mean, it took yeah. me like fucking two and a half hours to do that. You know? So I think I'm just gonna like shit all my fire roasted shit. I think I'm gonna have them do or. Nice. Or yeah. maybe they can make me some fire roasted mash. Like I don't know anybody yeah. that's been. Are there fire any roasted. fire roasted like IQF products out there that like I know Claire that you're a co-packer? Like, do you use anything like that? Like, what would you kind of go with? I don't know of anything fire roasted out there. However, yeah. we've recently we have a co-pack client who works with a company, and then we've started to kind of be poking around them and see what they can do. And they do seem to have a lot of capabilities to produce puree for us. Okay. So it's fro it's frozen puree. Yeah. And they can do um and like I said, I don't know if they do they do fire roasted, but they do do roasted. Um okay, and they do roasted. like um you know, chunky and then they do finer and they do like, they can do a wide range of things. Um, they seem to have a lot of vegetable processing capabilities and then they ship it all. And, and I think it's coming from the West too. Um, and then they ship it all frozen. Um, and, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm really like curious about that because, you know, I butterfly bakery works in a very specific way with our farms and all of that. But yeah. whenever we have new copac clients come to us and they, I want them to make sure to understand the difficulties that come from working that way and that there are a lot of conveniences that come from working with pre-processed ingredients. Yeah. Uh, Cisco does have, uh, and I'm sure, uh, I know who you guys use for a co-packer. I'm sure he has a connection. Well, I know for a fact he has a connection for fire roast and mash, but Cisco does have IQF frozen products, but you're talking $74 for 14 pounds of fire roasted poblanos and that just doesn't make sense zach i can send you i'll send you the information on this company and then another one that we've gotten some roasted ingredients from before um just so you can see if they do anything that would work for you i, I mean yeah. if i get the guys my boys in california to do it they're gonna yeah. do it the way i want it done because we like yeah we fair. are the shit you know what i mean like yeah we yeah or i i should say i fire roast the fuck out of everything oh uh, yeah uh, but just, you know, I know how you said like that you, you hate to admit it. Like um, I, I would, I wouldn't look at it like that, you know, um, but like Claire said, like get those, or like you said, um, and it's been an idea we have as we get to a point that some of our easier to make sauces that are like our most popular ones, we continue using with the co-packer. And then when we get to the point that we can bring in our own facility, we'll work on those smaller ones. But um, I, when you build a, the right relationship, I've used four co-packers. Um, and I've had a great um, experience with all four of the ones I use. Uh, I, we currently have two active ones. Um, so, you know, there's the horror stories out there, but, you know, the other, uh, we we're blessed, I guess, that we haven't hit those. And I know in Florida, there's a ton of co-packers and some of our other buddies are like, oh, I use so-and-so and now they're out of business. Or I use this and this. And, um, you know, I've even been at markets where another co-packer comes up. So I, Hey, you still using so and so? Oh, here, here's my card again. Um, I'll beat their price. And I was like, 
well, there's a reason we didn't go with you in the first place. You know, it's not about the price. Um, yeah. If it was about the price, you, there's other options for that. It's like, do you have the capability to make things the way I want it made? Um, and luckily, the two co-packers we use do. Um, so, yeah, that's my my thing. And then I guess we 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 get to Eric's desert islands. Yeah, island. I was gonna say we kind of <laughs> got off the island with no hot sauce. Yeah, fuck, man. Oh. Yeah, man, that trough is really coming in. No, I'm just kidding. How's that canned ham with no hot sauce? <laughs> Disgusting. Um, you know what? I'm probably, and, and I hate to revert to the sauce that I, I said previously, um, but that um, that guava scotch bonnet uh, by Redacted redacted Sauce is just, I I put that shit on everything, man. It, it really is that good. And it's funny because every time I see them at an event, they I think they think that I'm lying to them on how much I like it. But no, I'm, I am mildly obsessed with that sauce. Yeah. Nice. So what in the, what in the hot sauce world inspires you guys? What new? The people. People, yeah. <laughs> uh, like no, who? Seriously, who inspires you? I, I, um, I, I, so when I, when we first came into this, um, uh, the whole hot sauce world and, I think my first experience with really meeting people who were like hardcore chili fans was when we went to the uh, fiery food show in New Mexico. Um, and I, I met some really cool people, um, but just their passion, not only for what they do and how they craft their sauces, but the way that they kind of hype each other up. Like, you know, everybody sees it from the outside in and they're like, oh, that's your competition. Oh, that, you know, you got to be better than that person. But it, that's you learn real quick that that's not what it's like. Um, you know, everybody really hypes each other up every you know, the way I see it is if you're making a good sauce uh, in Arizona or Vermont, that's just good for the industry as a whole. Um but I think that that was one of the coolest things and the way people bounce back ideas off of each other. Like right now, we're talking about different ways of um, of creating your sauces, different peppers that we like, different things that I had no clue about. Um, so just the way people bounce ideas of like flavor profiles that they're working with or different, you know, hey, I tried out this thing. It didn't work for me. So maybe you should try to do this. And just the community itself inspires me. I don't know if that's where you were trying to go with the, with the conversation, but yeah, that's yeah. the first that came to mind for me well and you know at butterfly bakery we do a lot of different things like besides hot sauce um but there's no goat's milk caramel community there's no like vegan baked <laughs> goods community there, there's no mustard community even i have looked for a mustard community and there's not a mustard community but the hot sauce community is i mean you know multitudes like i love the mm -hmm. hot sauce community it's really it's really a fun place to be Claire, have yeah. you ever talked to the hot sauce queen? The the or, hot I'm sauce sorry, queen. Sorry, not the hot sauce queen. The mustard queen. The mustard queen. Yeah. Yeah. The, the mustard, mustard queen. queen. I know the vanilla queen. I don't think I know the mustard. There's queen. Uh, and I've chatted with her. We're, we're, we've talked about making a hot sauce, and I think I dropped the ball on that actually. But a lady called the mustard queen on TikTok and on Reels, and huh. she knows a huh. lot about mustard, and she's That's awesome. Awesome. She's a great lady. She lives in Tennessee. Is, is, that, is I, that her? Is that her handle for real? Like the mustard queen? Yeah. Yeah, her I, her handle on uh, on reels is ketchup is garbage. Well, the the thing about mustard, I mean, I don't know if you guys make any mustards, but like, I I feel like the the what I have found myself saying often is making hot sauce feels empowering, making mustard feels humbling. Like it is just mustard 
you know, when I first started making mustard, I treated it like any other ingredient, like a pepper, like whatever. And really it's more like a chemical. It's more like baking powder or baking yeah. soda. And it, it acts if, if you heat it up faster one day than another day, then the flavor of the, of the mustard is going to be totally different. If you, um, I had what I referred to as the year of bad mustard. Um, it was like 2017, I think something like that. And for an entire year, every batch, not actually, that was the hard part. It wasn't every single batch. It was like two thirds of my batches of mustard were really bitter. And I could not figure out why, because generally when mustard's really hot, like when, or, uh, sorry, when it's, when you've just made it, um, it's, it's very bitter and it takes like two weeks to mellow out and it just wouldn't, it just wouldn't mellow out. It would just stay really bitter and really just awful. And I was ready to give up and, and stop making, stop making mustard. And, um, and then when I, I had an epiphany. I think somebody was talking about something totally different. And I just, all of a sudden, it light bulb went off in my head and I realized what it was. Well, two out of the three pots that I was making mustard in were aluminum. The other oh. one was stainless steel. Okay. And and I could make hot sauce, even vinegary hot sauce in the aluminum ones. I mean, there were aluminum cooking pots, but mustard is so reactive that it just like locked in that mustard bitterness and it just, oh God, it was so awful. And, and I just changed out the pots, no problem. And everything was great. And it just is, mustard will constantly, it'll constantly throw me curveballs. It'll constantly, you know, just there's, I don't know. It, I'm, I want to make more mustard and learn more about mustard, but there isn't this like mustard community the way there is this hot sauce community. I'm going to well, connect you, you with her. Yeah. Yeah. I'll totally, I'm going to look that up. I'm very, I'm always excited about meeting other mustard people. Oh, she is that's like an encyclopedia. She's amazing. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's great. I love encyclopedias. So I mean, you yourself are an encyclopedia. A bit more. Uh, I know Eric just wanting to. Uh, that's one of his things. Is like we got to get a mustard, you know. And um, anything my brother says now, I give him. I have full confidence and trust that whatever he's gonna throw at me is gonna it's gonna be the right thing because he's the one who came up. He's like, hey, we got to make this barbecue sauce, and I was like, ah, I'm not a big fan of barbecue. Um, and I was like, look, I'll tell you what, if you make a barbecue sauce that I like, and that's always the thing is if I have to like it, he has to like it or else we don't do it, you know? Um, so, and he created this, he's like, I have an idea of this Florida style. It's going to be citrus based and we're going to use a dattle pepper because dattle peppers is huge in Florida. And we're just going to, we're going to make it. And I was like, okay, go. If I like it, I'll eat it uh, and we'll, we'll make it. And, um, you know, we, we have, we launched it on the 4th of July and we've gotten we got we just got two scobies for it. We got a screaming Mimi first place. Nice. Um, so we got three first place awards in it. It's a really great sauce. People love it. We actually have less than one case of it left. We actually have a production run tomorrow. So it's <laughs> right on time for the holidays. Um, but he said when he said mustard, I was like, if you figure out how to make the mustard, let's do it. Like let's expand that condiment line as well. Um, and hopefully, like my goal is to launch two more sauces, hot sauces next year. And then if we could launch either another barbecue sauce or that mustard, that'd be good. But now Eric knows to um, follow ketchup is garbage, um, which I personally <laughs> don't like ketchup. Actually, and that's what I found out about barbecue sauces. As I go down the line, I don't like barbecue sauces that are ketchup based and the ones that have like tomato paste, um, I like. So um, kind of yeah. identified that during the R&D process of making this sauce. So, and then you could also bounce things off of Claire, Eric. So uh, we'll get that. Yeah, absolutely. I, 
I love talking ingredients and flavors and ideas and all don't of that. Let her, don't let her bullshit you. She does not <laughs> like talking to anybody outside. They had to fight me. They blackmailed me to get me to show up here. So no. yeah, it's funny because we, my brother and I, we we have zero culinary experience. Like for us, the the way we learned how to cook was in the kitchen with mom. Again, being in that Hispanic household, um, grandma, you know, abuela was in the office. I mean. In, now it's an office, but in the kitchen, uh, you know, cooking things up. And I always grew a love for barbecuing and like grilling and smoking. So uh, barbecue sauce and, and mustards have always been those things that I've really enjoyed to use when I grill and cook. Um, so one thing that me and Eddie always do is, yeah, we bounce ideas off of each other. And like, if we're making a sauce, if he doesn't like it, or if I don't agree, we don't make it. Um, but our styles are completely different. So when one of us says, okay, I do like that, um, then we go full, full throttle with that, with that specific sauce. But, uh, yeah, I just went off on a tangent, but yeah. you're good. It's one of those, good oh, tan, like that. That's one of those pros going back to working with each other. That's definitely a pro is the bouncing things off and having the two perspectives, um, come into an agreement, you know, like, okay, we got something here. Cool. Do you guys have any hot sauce hot takes? These are typically opinions that are not necessary. Not necessary. Spike, come on, man. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? I don't have any fucking thieves. I can't like. You can drop you know? the word. Not shared. Not always shared. I know. <clears throat> the hot takes. Uh, yeah. Do, do you have any hot sauce hot takes? Like opinions that you feel strongly about that the rest of the community may no. Um, no, not so much when it comes to the specific hot sauces, um, like, like you doesn't guys, it, you know, doesn't have to be a hot, hot sauce. sauce. Doesn't what? have to be a hot sauce. It doesn't have no, to and be Yeah. So sauce. my hot takes are just in, in regards more to like, um, I guess people, um, and, and the way they treat us, um, and certain things like, so I, I will just say like, this might come off me, but it's, it's my thing, right? It's like, be uh, me, man. It's all good. Uh, reviewers, um, enthusiasts, um, although they generate so much greatness for us, there's people that just start making things up and they're like, hey, I'm a hot sauce reviewer and they just want a bunch of free stuff um, oh. without showcasing, you know, like I, the people who have been the biggest help to us um, as a reviewer, as, um, uh, what are they, um, not celebrities influencers no. influencers never asked us for anything now i'm all for helping someone grow right if you're saying like this is what i want to do let's work something out cover the shipping do something so i started you know i was getting all these things and at the beginning it's like oh someone wants cool i'll send them something nothing got made videos not didn't get made so i'm like oh i just sent something to someone for them to enjoy and not you know do anything for us right so it got to the point that i said hey you want to do something well here's a 50 percent discount code just for you one-time use go and order whatever you want um but you save i help you kind of start building your 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 inventory for for what you want to do and i want to support you and repost your stuff i'm big on social media i love social media if you've seen my stuff i i create all our content i edit all our content I sleep on Instagram. I love it. Um, I love what it does for the community. If you use social media the right way, um, it's super beneficial. I agree. So, um, you know, I'm on there talking to people constantly. I've had 
two out of the 10 people that have asked me for stuff actually use the coupon code, actually create content. I've met physically met one of them at one of the expos. Um, you know, I went to all the expos this year from New England to Portland. Um, I traveled the whole country. I put 33,000 miles. So I've physically gotten to meet some of these people. And I'm very back. Yeah. Oh, he just, look how he just disappeared into his logo. <laughs> it, was, it was magical. Um, Imagine if the logo was the desert and he would have just disappeared. Just walked off, off into, the, into desert. the desert. But yeah, that's, that's my hot take. You know, like, again, whoever's listening, I'm not putting you guys down or anything. Like, we've had, um, like, when I first sent stuff to, let's say, Brian Ames, right? Um, that was, that connection was done through For the Love of Hot Sauce. Someone sent my stuff. Someone sent it to him like, hey, you should try this. Um, I saw the message. So I just said, hey, man, um, uh, I'm Stanky. You know, it's nice to meet you. If you ever want to try my stuff, just let me know. Like, I'm not big on like, here, throw throw stuff at people. So, yeah, send it over. Um, and we were just featured last week on his top seven hot sauces of the year. I saw uh, that. I, I physically met nice. him. He hung out in my booth at in Jungle Gyms when we went for, uh, what's that called? Weekend of Fire. Yeah. Weekend, of fire, Weekend yeah. of fire, yeah. So it's funny because I had the iPad out showing him going through the review. I'm like, oh, we're in Cincinnati. People know who he is. Let me just put this out on the table as he's just like raving about our stuff. So this girl's up there and Brian is in my in my booth with me. And uh, so she's looking as she's tasting the sauce. She's like looking down at the, the video and she looks up at him. And she's like, is that you? And he's like, yeah, that's me. But, you know, he's one guy like we... When he did our the review, we made more sales in 36 hours than we did in the previous four months combined. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Wow. That, wow. And, and it wasn't something, you know, it was just like, um, again, not everybody has the following that he has. Yeah. Um, you know, Johnny Scoville is another one. He reviewed our stuff the first time. We got a ton of sales. Um, I was actually at the Grand Canyon with my parents doing a tour and my phone just kept on going off and people are like, what's going on? I was like, I have no idea. So I finally look, I was like, I just got a bunch of orders. No clue. Then I go back home and find out that he just did a review on our, um, our honey mango habanero. So people were, were going crazy for it, but you know, other people, they just ask us for stuff and I keep on talking about this. They don't do anything um, with it. And there's people who do, and they're building their stuff and I'm all for supporting them. Um, if I see them physically uh, grinding, hustling to build their platform for reviews, um, I'm going to help you out as much as I can as well. So yeah, uh, sorry for my rant. Oh, no, you know what? Uh, if somebody doesn't have a, doesn't actually, now sometimes like Zach sent Brian our sauce and that was a really nice thing, Zach. I, I told you thank you before, but thank you very much because Brian reviewed them and it was really nice that, but genuine generally if somebody doesn't go out of their way to try and get the sauce on the up and up um instead of trying to just get free sauce and uh out of our pockets then it's not an unbiased review and yeah. um so it, it doesn't count so i what i do <laughs> i have a discount code too it's called not a real review 50 uh <laughs> um and it's a that's the the code I give them. Sure, I've got I've got a code just for you. Here you go. Not a real review fifty. It's a one percent 
discount. Okay. <laughs> it says That's 50 funny. on there just to sound funny, but it's actually just a 1% discount. And I know that sounds, I mean, it seems kind of rough, but you said two out of 10 people, you know, that's a lot of money to be thrown out there to not get in very much back. Um, mm -hmm. And sometimes I choose to just send sauces to somebody. I see yeah. them working hard on a lady the other day. I saw her reviews and I was like, I really like her reviews. Yeah. I booked her for our podcast and I sent her hot sauce. And I really, I, she just seemed like a really nice lady who genuinely enjoyed hot sauce and didn't yes. ask me for anything. Yeah. What's her name again? I don't remember. <laughs> on the, no, is I, she is she in New York? I think I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the lady. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Really nice yes. lady. She's Just, so awesome, dude. Yeah. The I, I wonder if it's the person I I think of as well who I think is awesome because she's in New York as well. I feel um, bad that I yeah. forgot her name. I just I'm blanking because. Because you confronted me at the last. <laughs> yeah, we got to meet some people in New York. Um, that was a lot of fun for the the New York Hot Sauce Expo. So it's always good to see them from the video. You know, I I know you had Katie B on. Um, I think she was the first interview you guys did, right? The yeah. First yes. And I love her. Um. So so Spike, I've never tried any of your stuff, and I I I will because I've I've always wanted, and I just see her reviews she just loves your stuff and i know your stuff is good without ha without having tasted because i know where her profile like her flavor profile is yeah. um and she's someone that i trust you know if she says something's good i know it's good uh, well that's another one rogers yeah. roger damps from oh uh, love roger yeah. yeah he sent our sauce to her that's yeah. that's how that thing happens she's she's great i i love katie and yeah, she, we, we should we, trade we, sauces by the way Huh? We should start trade sauce. Oh yeah, uh, I, I'm, I've not I'm had down. yours either, so I'd love to have it. That would be that would be awesome. We'll yeah. Do a little. Uh, we could do a little side by side clip for like Instagram where we're trying it at the same time. Like, oh, that'd I'll be great. Yeah, try mine or something. Yeah. And Claire, funny thing about so like the first time I tried your sauce, um, yeah, I was in uh, Boston area. So I was in New England area um, on my cross country journey this summer. And I stopped in at the House of Hot Sauce and more. So Big Rich's shop. Oh, yeah. Up there. yeah. And someone walked into the store and I had my little booth and they're trying all our sauces. And they're like, this is good, but I'm looking for something hot. And I'm looking for something that go good on tacos. And I was like, um, <laughs> I've never tried it, but I know this one's good, right? Yeah. So we went over <laughs> and I sold two of your sauces, the, the taco <laughs> bread sauce. I sold two of your sauces there. Uh, that's awesome bottle, uh, like, uh, thank you thank you your bottles um what were you still on hot ones at that point no um not if it was being sold in the store no because we okay, can't because i know i've been in some stores that like they just happen to have the sauce in stock because i know sometimes that's the case yeah. with like dino over at spices nice here in sanford um something goes on and then he's like oh i just happen to have two cases of it yeah. in stock while it's like gone. i know i know we did um we co-packed spicy shark and alchemy and they were both yeah. on season 21 of hot ones okay. and they um and the sauces that were on season 21 they had already debuted to the public they were new sauces yeah. but they had already released them to the public yeah so that and must then, have been it mako yeah. snake yeah Yep. Mako yep. Snake. Because I, I also sold like two bottles of Mako Snake there. Yeah. yeah. I was like, man, yeah. big rich, you know, you got where's the commission, man? Where's but the commission? I, if I can sell <laughs> someone else's sauce, um, if if you don't want my sauce, you better be walking out with someone else's sauce. 
when I do these pop ups. That's so, awesome. That I, is so great. You're, you're clearly the sales guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love selling stuff. If I have a passion that, for it, I like selling it. When I was a pharmaceutical sales rep, not so much, but I, I found my 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 median like where I knew that what I was doing was good. And if it didn't feel right to me, I backed out of like that specific sale or anything. I was like, no, I'm not even touching this. Um, COVID and PPE stuff was just like a nightmare. We even stopped and we said, we had a team meeting, like, we're not going to touch this stuff because how could I justify charging, you know, a hospital $250 for a pack of 10 face masks? Like, no, no, sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Not my thing. So. But I'll sell them a 12 pack of hot sauce if they want, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By know, the way, the thing about Eddie oh, is in, in, in like middle school, uh, um, he would take a duffel bag of like candy. And in the middle of school, he would just start hustling candy, like in between classes. He would be in like the bathroom selling Skittles and Airheads and stuff like that. And uh, in high school, he would make sandwiches and he would be selling sandwiches in between each class too. So he's always been the salesperson for sure. Yeah, that was one of my- That's amazing. My, and then our, our one of our first gigs together was because we grew up on a golf course in Miami. Oh yeah. So we grew up- um, there was, it was a par three is like the second hole, but the hole was about 30 feet from our backyard. So just a little bit of wind would bring the balls in to our yard. So as kids, we just sold golfers back their golf ball. So <laughs> that's, uh, in the, in the late nineties, a quarter for a kid was huge. So we'd sell golfers uh, for a quarter, you know, uh, and if you want five for a dollar and we, I mean, we, I don't think I've ever bought a golf ball in my life. And Eric probably the same because we. No, I'm bad at golf, so I've I've had thousands to buy a few. and thousands I... and thousands of golf balls throughout our life just fall into our backyard, into our pool. We've had um, uh, windows broken on our cars because the golf balls, like you know. So, um, but yeah, that was one of our first businesses. And then, of course, when I sold the Starburst and the Skittles, they called me a Starburst kid. Um, and then the sandwiches in high school. So always just selling something. Yeah. That's great. You could have made a lot more money with drugs. You know that, right? Well, that's how I started this business. By the way, I wanted to say uh, the the lady I was talking about, her name is Amanda. It it occurred to me as we were talking. Yeah, Yeah. she's really, really nice. She's great. Yeah, so she, um, going back, she's one of the people who reached out to me. And she's like, I'm not looking for something, like anything for free. But um, I just want to take, I want your opinion. I'm going to buy two sauces. What's your opinion on what I should review? And I was like, here's a code. She ended up buying them. And I think I ended up sending her one of each. You know, we only had four flavors at that time. And then we met her in New York. So yeah, Yeah, she was cool. Super cool, you know. But those are the people who are, and you could see that, like, they really love doing it, right? So Yeah. 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 I sent her a case of Ghost of Saffron for her wedding. Yeah, oh, she's just that's awesome. Nice. That's yeah. awesome, dude. She's yeah. like, let me pay you. Let me. I'm like, you get, you get fucking married. Don't just yeah. <laughs> enjoy it. Shit. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Just All kidding. right. Hot sauce show and tell. Let's do it. Um, yeah. All right. Who's starting? Y'all got. Let's who, start who, with guests. Eric, you, you have a, go first? a hot sauce. Yeah, absolutely. Guests go first. All right. So I actually have one in front of me. I guess I'll okay. use that one, but I want to do something cool. Um, if you guys don't mind, um, let me go get one from the fridge real quick. I'll I'll do this first. So, um, 
I have a container with about 120 sauces behind me that are just from all my travels of trading at the shows. Um, so I'd like to talk about the one I'm currently eating. Um, just had it on my Chipotle. And then I'd like to pull one out of that box randomly and try it for you guys here. Sounds so, great. That sounds great. Right? So the the first one, uh, let me on, come on, mouse. My mouse decided to not work. There we go. Because I'm going to unblur my background. So there's the, like my little office here. So um, yellow bird, um, oh, yeah. the plum reaper hot sauce. So funny story about this is the first time I ever had yellow bird was actually when they were on hot ones. Um, I bought the, the whole pack and along with Eric and my dad and, and, and my cousin, we went down the whole line and the one they had on the show, I did not like at all. So I uh, just, it's unfortunately that I'm one of those guys that I tried one that did, I didn't like, and then never gave them a chance. Uh, last month when we were in Tennessee, um, I just went up to their booth. I'm like, let's go through it. You know, I'm going to try them all. And then I was like, okay, yes, I want this one. I got them all. Um, but this is the one I've been using. So, um, I just, I like it. I like the way it pours out. Um, I like that it's a reaper sauce, but it doesn't like destroy my, my palate, but I never thought the plum, you know, um, you gotta love people just putting stuff in there, but yeah, it's, it's a great sauce. It has great flavor. I actually had it on my Chipotle. I've had, I pour it all over my sandwiches too. So, um, but this is like my, the sauce that I'm currently eating right now. Once I'm done with that, I'll just pull another one out of that box, but I'll get one going right now. Once Eric shows off his. Do you remember which one was on hot ones that you didn't hit hitchhiker or something? Another. Okay. I, I, I'm just a fan of their, the, Regular habanero, man. I remember tasting that, and it actually inspired one of our sauces. The red, one, the red one, right? Just the, the carrot habanero. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was one yeah. of their 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 first big one, I think. Hitchhiker. Uh, yeah, I haven't had that one. That must what have been an that? early season. I don't remember that. No, God. Garlic shiitake. Yeah, the bliss and vinegar was on fucking hot ones. Habanero. This is. This was wait. uh the bliss, the and, bliss vinegar. and vinegar that's the one i think so okay yeah i think so so you go over there um but yeah the, the other ones are good like there's there's serrano and then yeah. the other one that has agave yeah. in it is really good too so See, i didn't care for the agave one um but i've got a thing with agave i don't care for it damn man hey, don't send him don't send him the agave one. no 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 <laughs> i'm just gonna send him a whole case of our agave jalapeno don't don't do but don't so here's the thing <laughs> And Zach can attest to this. I like it when somebody can change that. So just yeah. because I say I don't like something, I don't like strawberries. Zach sent me uh, the, uh, which one was La it, Zach? Pistola. La, yeah, Pistola. La Pistola. And I loved it. So if I, and sometimes I do that to myself. Our, we got the pineapple, mango, and banana jerk. And I hate banana. Mm. I don't care for my mango that much. It's okay. Um, and then I ate it and I loved it. So, you know, as if but I. But he's not a picky eater. All right. Let's. Who's got sauce? Who's showing sauce? Yeah. Oh, he's going to grab one out, right? Oh, well, let Eric do his and I don't oh, want to okay. roll this yeah. part out. We're waiting on Eric, I guess. All right. So I got, okay, I got, I got three that I've been really using. So the one that I've mentioned a couple of times is that uh, Florida man, the guava scotch bonnet. And I, I got to re up. You can't really see it. Let me take off this damn background because you can't uh, see too much on this uh, with the background on. There I am. 
Boom. So the other company that I like is Hologi. They're based out of South Dakota. Um, and this one's called Freya's Cherry Chariot. Um, it's real mild, real light. My wife really likes it too. She doesn't have a huge spice tolerance, but I'm helping her kind of build it up. And this is a really good one. Sometimes we just use it as a vinaigrette um, on salad and it's it's phenomenal. Eddie, which one's the one by Hologi? The one with the purple label, their limited run. Um, do you remember oh. which one it was? Yeah, I forget the name. Um, I love that sauce. Going back to one of the other questions, that sauce is phenomenal. They only do it in a limited run, but yeah, that's the that one. That one is awesome. Uh, Gunless gold. Oh, Gunless I don't know that. Gold. Yeah, that is a phenomenal sauce. Nick um, makes I great sauce. That one. Yeah, yeah, I went through that in about like two weeks, and that's very rare for me to go through a, a sauce like that. Um, but another one by um, Redacted Sauce is a strawberry habanero with dattle pepper that they do, and I've been I've been using that one pretty frequently. Maybe showing that on camera was not a good idea, just because of everything that's going on. Ah. Yeah. What? What's that? I haven't gotten yeah. their new sauce yet. Their their new label. Yeah. yeah. So he had to rebrand his product because there was already another company with a very similar name and there was the whole thing. So the oh. Florida man is now redacted sauce. So I see. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're out of uh out of like Tampa area. Yeah. Super cool guys. Um and they make they make really I think out of their entire lineup. There's maybe one in there that I was like, uh, but the rest of them were just killer sauces. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You were on their podcast last week or something. Well, we're on there. Uh, so that's someone else that's over in Jacksonville. Um, the uh... owners of Delightfully Hot. Um, so they interviewed them first and then they interviewed us. Um, and they, they're starting off with a lot of the hot sauce makers in the Southeast region. Um, and you know their whole goal is to interview the makers of all the sauces that they carry on their online shop um, well, that's awesome so yeah, yeah it's it uh, they have a really cool setup um i think episode two of our interview comes up in like tomorrow or, or tuesday um but it was a lot of fun shooting that but us um and redacted and then there's another one called intensity academy so you can find all three of our hot sauces at the university of south florida and all their dining facilities and um, like the gift shops around the campus that are like for the students that live on campus. So they were looking for hot sauce, like local hot sauces. Um, so they picked the three of our brands to be in there. So like students, um, now we have our presence in the Tampa area and it's really cool. Um, so I got, you know, we, uh, we, we chat a lot with them, um, but we've become good friends with them and travel to a few events with them as well. So um, that's awesome. But you want me to pull one out? Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's see. All right. That's quite a bin. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, clearly he doesn't get re uh, reduced to one shelf. Right. <laughs> well, the, these are all unopened, I think is what he's saying. Oh, yeah. these are, yeah. yeah, these are all unopened. There's two layers of sauces. So I'm just going to pick one out of the top. So I'm going to go. I'm not. Oh, this is a good one. Um, Sway sauce. Uh, I, I think they're out of Georgia. Yeah, Atlanta, Georgia. So we met them at the Atlanta Hot Sauce Festival back in um, in September, and I they this was like their first time going with a co-packer. So they were like one of those companies that had a bunch of different recipes, but they had to choose one to start off with the co-packing. 
Um, and this is the the recipe that they that they tried that they went with. Got my little spoon here. So if you don't mind, I'll just kind of like go off the the ingredient list here. So white vinegar, water, habaneros, uh, yellow onions, white onions, salt, jalapeno pepper, uh, Thai chili pepper, finger peppers, serranos, and turmeric. So I remember liking. Uh, I, re I remembered liking this a lot, so pick that one up. It's just a, an easygoing sauce. It's not like overwhelmingly hot, a little salty, but it's nice kind of just medium. Medium for me, I think most people um, who have no tolerance would probably be running for water or cover right now. And you got that little bit too. I like anything that has a little bit of turmeric in it. It doesn't like overwhelm it. Um, but yeah, just a nice, a nice sauce. I don't really kind of pick up on the Thai chili, but I also know that if I open a fresh bottle, like tomorrow, it's going to taste different. It's probably going to be like full flavor mode tomorrow. Um, but yeah, nice habanero blend here and enjoy the vibrant flavors of Panamanian inspired hot sauces. So, hmm. and really cool owners. Um, that was a, the show didn't do too well, but everybody that was there was really cool. So we all spent a lot of time eating each other's sauces that day. So yeah. good networking that day. Yeah, yeah, good networking there. There you go. A lot of beer was drank that day too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was at a brewery, so salt, uh, sweet water. So yeah, uh, I ended up writing that because um, Eric had had a little fun there. Always have fun. That's my motto. I mm -hmm. really like beer and I like like wines, but you know we talk about kind of flavors that inspire us sometimes. And it's crazy because sometimes I'll try a beer and I'm like, I really enjoy that flavor. And then I try to say, okay, how can I turn that into a, into a hot sauce? Or is there a specific pepper that will go with? So the one that I'm kind of like on right now, the flavor that I really like is a grapefruit. Um, someone made a grapefruit IPA and I'm just like, oh, this would be awesome with some sort of, you know, try to put some spice to it and see what happens. I'll send you some of our grapefruit habanero. We just made a batch. It comes out next month. Oh, nice. Yeah. nice. Awesome. What you I, got, I also, the Well, I was just going to say, though, and comment to um, about the beers. Um, we uh, I found that like a really like floral IPA is really good with that floral ghost pepper note that I was talking about before. Like uh, they balance each other really nicely. And then you follow up with like the bitterness and that lends itself well to the bitterness of the chili pepper. And like uh, those are those are really nice combinations. Yeah. Um, today I brought uh, oops, seed ranch um, oh. umami. Yeah. The, the uh, yeah, I really like seed ranch. I've always just really enjoyed their stuff. And this is like, this has just got like uh, tamari is the first ingredient. Um, water, olive oil, tomato paste, capers, olives, portini mushrooms, ho chocolate habanero, uh, shiitake mushroom, seaweed, garlic, red miso. I mean, it's like everything umami here and yeah that's like i want to add it to like a chili or uh a, just a sauce or like a, a cooking sauce to just raise that umami um yeah i just really enjoy the stuff that yeah. Ranch does and they're cool dudes too we we spent yeah. a couple of shows with them this summer so yeah i did um i didn't sell at the new york expo but i went there um and i was uh i got a chance to chat with them at the yeah. heatness party on friday and i actually saw you guys and i think i 
I was going to come, you guys had like a crowd in front of your table when I was going to come over. And I was like, I was hitting my limit of like where I could go during the day. And so I'm, I'm now I'm bummed now I'm meeting you guys and I'm bummed that I didn't get over and get to talk to you guys and try the sauce. Push people out of the way. Use your elbows. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Do you really want me to push the other customers out of the way? Like, that's not cool. Zach's going to But I'll get some of your sure. sauce. Yeah, I'll get some of your sauce. That was interesting. It. You could have pushed some of those people out of the way. You know, New York was interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah New York is a weird place. I, I yeah. had fun, but New York was, uh, yeah, that was a, a wild place. Yeah. All right. So I got this stuff. New company. Ooh. Ooh. Pancho Picante. Swanky little bottle. Yeah, it's a cool little bottle. Um, I think they do something with the University of West Virginia. They like grow their peppers or some shit like that. I don't know. Simple ingredient list. You got peppers, just with peppers. Doesn't say what peppers. Vinegar, tomato, salt, garlic. Not going to lie, I'm not super excited about the canola oil. Um, but that's just me. So let me give this a shake real quick. You haven't tried this one before? No, this is brand new to me. Uh, someone sent me this for uh, Secret Santa. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I'll give it a whirl. Uh, you know. Again, I'm not a big fan of canola oil, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not either. Tastes exactly how it sounds like it would taste: peppers and salt and tomato, a little bit of garlic, and no specific peppers, just peppers in general. It just says peppers, man, and that kind of irritates me. But that's, again, I, yeah, I, I was going to. I was going to follow up with a question on that because I know you guys talk a lot about like labels and ingredients. Like in that case, is that fine or is that based on their state or is that based on like you know like yeah um, no I mean, peppers peppers are just an ingredient in and of themselves you don't need to list variety just the same way you can say orange and you don't have to say whether it's a navel orange or a yeah. other kind you know super like orange honey or whatever or stuff uh, like honey that. yeah that's another really okay. good example um yeah, yeah a pepper is just a pepper but it feels lame to not list it like that's you know nobody's gonna steal your recipe because you list the, t- the pepper flavors right yeah uh, yeah it's, it's okay i mean again not a fan of the canola oil and you would think like the swanky little bottle right that's you always would... a bad sign for a new company though well i'm just saying with you're putting the money into the fucking packaging why would you also put the money into the ingredients yeah. you know what i mean so, what what's your issue with canola oil is it is it the is it canola specifically or any oil or what would you rather see them use? I need like avocado oil yeah. personally. Uh, I just, yeah. I don't, I'm not a big fan of those highly processed oils. I'm just not. <laughs> we we use sunflower oil in a couple of our products and in our, and in our baking. And I like that, but I kind of feel like vegetable oils. I don't know. They're all vegetable yeah. oils. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like soy oil. Soybean. Uh, I'm not a big fan of grapeseed canola yeah. you know what i mean i like uh, canola but that part of that is because we're in the canola like we've got yeah. canola fields all around us yeah no, i feel I, like I, where i grew up canola oil was like the standard neutral oil to use yeah. and then i moved here and everybody was into sunflower and i was like okay sounds good no what you guys like all right i got i realized i haven't shared this one on here it's a sauce that i actually really love but i wanted to use it for hot sauce show and tell and i just love the the uh, the uh the maker it's oh, uh i saw it already yeah, docs, yeah nice. Bo- docs fusion fuel bob rice is just the best he's one of my favorite people in the hot sauce industry he's just <laughs> a good dude 
And yeah. uh, and this sauce is one of my favorites. Got a little thick on the end. I use it all the time. We just, I mean, it's just really good. It's a really good sauce. I think I got some on my lip. I mean, oh. I hate getting hot sauce on my lips. It's, <laughs> I, it just, it makes me miserable. Clearly, there is something fire roasted in this sauce. Clearly. Oh, mm-hmm. and you would want to promote that. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I'm not, I'm not trashing. It's, it's a good sauce. I will use it 100%. But if I were bringing this product to market, I would do it. You know, fire roasted ingredients. From All right. Me. The uniqueness of it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cool. The um, Eddie and Eric, I'm um, I want to pick up some of your sauces because I didn't get a chance to try them in New York. Which one? Which one should I pick up? Um, or two, one or two. Spike's favorite, uh, agave jalapeno. <laughs> I do, I do really like agave. So yeah. um, I would say our agave jalapeno is going to be our most unique um sauce. It is our best seller. It's the fan favorite. It's it's good for, you know, our. Our mission is to introduce people into the world of spicy foods. Um, so it's something that the whole family can enjoy. Um, it's kind of like what uh, Johnny Scoville said once. It's a gateway sauce, that and our honey mango habanero. So I, that's those are probably the two I'd go with. Um, but we'll trade because um, yeah. you have yeah. a, a lineup of stuff I've wanted to try as well. So yeah. Um, yeah. I've tried all the Zach stuff, so, you know. <laughs> I, I no, no but I, I always... I'll, I'll send you some goodies and and if there's anything in particular you want to try you 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 are you tried the taco vibes right I have tried taco vibes yeah okay. yeah I highly 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 recommend the smoked onion yeah. okay yeah if you haven't tried that one that is our most popular sauce oh, enduringly okay. from season seven of hot ones so okay and well so we'll 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 side panel um this week and we'll We'll see, yeah. you know, and then we'll get you going and we'll get each other going. Yeah, that, I love doing that. You know, um, I, I've gotten yeah. stuff from Zach. I remember I bought some boxes from him back in the day. It's like, hey, can you just put a, you had the the black labeled ones. It's like, just put any four sauces in there for me um, and just make sure there's a ghost of saffron or something like that. So I still haven't tried the hotter version of it yet, but I don't know why. I uh, honestly, I I prefer the original uh it's just a, a better balanced sauce we used uh, smoked ghost peppers in the hotter version and i feel like they just kind of steal oh, okay. yeah uh, i mean it's still good it's still good yeah. it's just uh, the og is more well-rounded in my opinion it's such a good sauce yeah i i love it on quesadillas yeah. like that's my favorite thing to eat it on is i'll just put it like i'll get a quesadilla and i'll put a layer in between two slices of the quesadilla and then I make a sandwich with it. And then it's <laughs> the ghost of saffron in the middle of it. And it's mostly like the Taco Bell quesadillas because it's like my favorite individual fast food item. Um, it's like the only thing I eat from Taco Bell is their chicken quesadilla. But I'll just layer like if it was like a jam or jelly in between. And then I just eat it kind of like a sandwich or something like that. So, but yeah. I have to tell you, Zach, that I was really prepared not to like it. I'm not a huge saffron fan. And, you know, people go... Honestly, people in the hot sauce group go on about it so much that I was like, I was like, I don't know, you know, all the hype, all the hype. And it's, it's the one that you sent me that I've, you know, I'm more than halfway down on it now. I just, I just keep pulling for it. Dude, it's fine. Well, not to continue blowing you up here, but um, (laughs) I recently had someone from the industry text message me. It's like, man, have you tried this high desert guy stuff? Like, is it just like people just blowing smoke or is it good as like, 
it's one of the only sauces I've ever reordered. So yes, it's very good. And it really is like what people say it is. And he's like, okay, so I guess I'm going to have to try it. It's like, you should try it. Um, but I had you know, somebody do the same thing. <laughs> it, it, it's funny how like people start talking about something and then there's a certain people that just can't help but go to the negative side of it. Like, yeah. eh. Um, and I was like, no, uh-huh. this is not trough. Like, this is really good stuff. Like, you know. Yeah. I went back to when that sauce was like first blowing up dude i you know i had oh shit what was i gonna say brain farting right now well i had people telling me that i was paying everybody in the hot sauce groups to promote that sauce yeah all 26 (laughs) yeah that's an expensive promotion right there yeah i know yeah i didn't get my check what the hell (laughs) so do you guys have any questions for us i think i mean there's a lot of questions that specifically to to you, Claire, that I would have that I think is like a conversation that maybe we have in the future because sure. off of one of the previous episodes, you know, one of our, our we had three original recipes we wanted to come out with. Now, we could just talk about it now, like uh, your approach as a sure. chef. Yeah. So one of them involves without giving away what it is because we do want to sure. do it one day is um, has you know smoked ingredients and yep. help hackers won't smoke stuff for you and then going back toward to what you said earlier spike is you know everybody's like oh just put liquid smoke and it's just not the same um it's not the same so i said we're not just going to compromise the integrity of this sauce so we changed it to something different um but we really want to launch that specific version of it like with the smoked ingredients so yeah. you you know Claire can smoke things. Right? Yeah, that's. Oh, no. I, I I was listening to my that podcast uh, to yeah. that episode. I put it on pause. I called Eric right away. I was like, "He did." I found a, a co-packer that smokes. Is like who I was like, "You're gonna meet her. Don't worry." And then, uh, <laughs> we, were, we were driving back from Jacksonville last week, and I was like, "Here, I want you to listen to this episode because uh, that episode where they interviewed you." Um, oh I yeah. Thought, Again, I've listened to that one twice because nice. um, there's just there you guys covered so much, and for us who have no knowledge of the manufacturing aspect of this, other than what we see while we're there in person um, with our co-packers, I was just like, okay, this. I even I messaged Zach the other day. Uh, we were talking. I was like, um, I'm a little intimidated coming on this the, the show. <laughs> you guys yeah. um, have so much knowledge, and individually, it just seems like together you guys create like you know um is the like when the power rangers come together and they create the mega <laughs> the hot sauce we covered we got a new oh, name for the podcast right hot sauce megazord <laughs> but yeah you know those are that's a question like the best way to approach like smoking products um obviously we when we created the recipe ourselves or we we did a little smoker and a little yeah. brown smoker um eric likes to really he likes to smoke meats and stuff, so we just kind of use his little hibachi grill style thing. Um, yeah. Twenty-two inch Weber. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. We we started out with smoking. Um, I think try to remember. We went through a handful of different smokers at home. Like when I first started out, Vermont has cottage laws, and so we were making small batches of hot sauce at home, and um, so it was just our home smoker. And um, and we've we've had several different ones. Electric is just the easiest to control. And then um, when we first started out, when I separated, you know, the home production and moved it into a commercial, my, my commercial facility, um, I got that same smoker and it was a small one. And then I did a Kickstarter back in 2018, 19, somewhere in there. I don't remember exactly when I did it. And, um, and actually one of the 
things that you could win or you could like bid for on the Kickstarter was our old smoker, uh, oh, cool. which <laughs> they had to come and pick it up though. So they, they came into the <laughs> class for me and then they, they picked up the old smoker. It was great. Um, but our new smoker, I mean, new, it's not new anymore, but we can, it's about the size of like a, uh, like an apartment refrigerator and okay. it's, um, and it's electric and we've got, and it, it smokes so well and so moistly. So like it, you don't lose the liquid, um, because it's so tight. Uh, you know, normal smokers get really dry and you lose all this smoke all over the place. And there's just this like little, little hole up at the top that vents out a little bit of smoke. We have it under one of our hoods. So we're smoking inside. Um, and, and it's so moist. Um, so I don't know if I, I mentioned it on one of the shows at some point, but we have a lot of uh, juice left over from all our smoked stuff. And so we have a smoked onion juice that we use in some of our other sauces and it's like liquid smoke um, and it's just smoked onion juice. Um, we all even save the smoke from jalapenos from Chipotle's um, and use that for things as well. Uh, so those those are really nice ingredients to work with. Most of it we pour down the drain because we can't, I mean, we every time we run the smoker from with the onions, we get like a hotel pan. We get about five gallons worth of smoked liquid from from each time we run the smoker for the onions. Yeah. Freeze it and send it to me. The, yeah. Well, I mean, we, <laughs> we have a lot in our freezer. So we'd have to figure out how to send the frozen stuff. But yeah, you can- Tiny little 2000 square foot freezer. Yeah, yeah right, right. Yeah. right? Yeah. Bigger, bigger, house. bigger than my fucking house too. Yeah, we we have an entire pallet of smoked onion juice. And then we were like, we're going to start pouring this down the drain now. Um, but we use really good onions too. They're um, Walla Wallas and they're all sweet. And so the inside of our smoker gets candied with the with the Walla Walla oh, juice. Nice. So, so with this, with the, with the smoker can, I mean, obviously you can use different type of wood. So if I wanted to go mm -hmm. with a cherry yeah. wood, as opposed to an oak wood, we can yep. do that as well. Cool. Yeah. So we smoke uh butterfly bakery does everything on maple wood. And then we've got copac gotcha. clients who use cherry and apple. Um, and got we it. can use all of those. We we've definitely found a preference on the wood that we like in terms of how it's cut and you know what it's made out of because there's definitely a wide variety of smoking woods out there um so we found a really good source and they've got a really wide variety of woods available to use solid yeah and we won't smoke meat in there we only smoke vegetables so don't ask us to <laughs> you got oh, it <laughs> so no ribeyes hot sauce yeah no 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 briskets you no know brisket, in between <laughs> as tempting as it may be yeah no that's the only and, question i'd have again i think um we got really excited when we heard that so i think we will reach yeah. out you know to, to chat with you about some stuff for uh, sure yeah um i don't really have uh any other questions um for anybody i don't know eric do you no i asked the questions about what's everyone's favorite pepper and that was really yeah okay that he was really good in his questions earlier you know you know what we should ask you guys which um spike you didn't put in the list of questions is if you guys have been listening to the show you know about the the hundred dollar hot sauce oh um, yeah but, right. but what the the ingredient what ingredient or process uh, do you guys think should be in the hundred dollar hot sauce i was actually thinking about this in my head during this episode so spike i want to touch base with you after the show uh but i i i have an idea okay I, I, I don't idea. even know what ingredients are valued so high on outside of like you know a really high-end bourbon sauce or like uh like scotch or something like that but i don't you're not i already see you wouldn't use that so um 
I, I, a process, something that would involve a lot of like man hours, you know, like hours yeah. until like yeah, a process slow would be roast fine. Yeah. something or another. Yeah. Where, you know, you're, it's not so much the ingredients, it's the actual labor going into it um, to perfect something. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, you have me stumped on that. I don't know, Eric, if you have anything. Zach, I forgot. I can't think of anything. I forgot Claire's Claire's going to be part of this process now too. Yeah, Am I correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you guys don't mind hanging out for a couple minutes. No, no, man. I'm, I'm here for you well, guys. Not, not, not you guys. Bro. <laughs> it's, it's a secret thing, bro. <laughs> I'm out of here. Where'd it go? <laughs> That's right. That, I thought we were, I thought we were just going to keep <laughs> cut the recording. Oh, I can't, like, I can't give, look, talk about that, I can't that, give you that, my that. idea. So I just want to hang out longer man well the um you guys mentioned a pepper earlier that was really big in florida and and unless i misunderstood it, i feel like it's pepper i hadn't heard of so uh, what the daddle do pepper? you remember what that was what was it daddle pepper? yeah daddle what's that D-A-T-I-L. 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 so some people say daddle oh. some people say daddle um daddle. i have seen that so yeah definitely never tried it it's like super popular in saint augustine um people go there it's not a native to florida originally but it's become and when we travel out and we're saying we're from florida we get a lot of enthusiasts that say oh that, you got a daddle sauce and it's like uh, no but now we do now but it's in our barbecue sauce um yeah. but yeah it's it's huge here especially you go to saint augustine there's stores every store has something made with that pepper um and it's kind of like a staple to that that part I'm gonna have to check that out. I I just love interesting peppers. I love regional mm-hmm. ingredients. You know, like I love the ingredients that people in a certain region everybody knows it and everybody's used to it. And then outside of that region, they're like, "Huh, what's that?" Can you love give us an idea of what it's like? So it's gonna be similar to like a habanero. <laughs> it's just in that kind of that range. Um, it's an orange pepper. Um, well, well, we ate one. Well, did you eat one, Eric? Too? Because I ate one. I did. I. So I I, did. what, I didn't know its heat scale. I thought it was going to be a milder one because it does have it's a little sweet. Um, it is sweet. So I I went over to Eric's house as he's doing like the R and D on the barbecue, and he's like, "Hey, you want to try one of these?" And they're kind of the one I had was small, so I don't know why I didn't think. And I just popped it in my mouth. I was like, "Oh, this is actually spicy." He's like, "Yeah, it's the same level as a habanero." I was like, oh, "I I just I wasn't ex- like thinking about that, but." Um, yeah, so that's going to be kind of like that that area. It's, it's funny. I just Googled it, and it says St. Augustine, Florida. The majority are produced now in St. Augustine, Florida. Um, that's cool. But it's not even like, let's see, it's made in this ancient city, maybe believed somewhere. I don't know. So it's not originally from here. But now now this is like the headquarters to Daddle Pepper. So, yeah, cool. it's a cool pepper. Now, we hope to have an actual hot sauce made with it uh down the line um but how anything- how do you source it i mean is it from farms or is it something commercially available or like what's how do you source it so it's uh when we did the r&d we actually got it from i think one of the pepper growers in ohio that it's just someone from facebook or, or instagram and they're like oh we have a few left over from the last crop so they sent it down and they sent a whole box of them um but our co-packer for this sauce, because again, we have two co-packers that we bounce off of. So they, during season, they mash it. So they have mm-hmm. a huge 
I guess like they create the mesh themselves, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they use it for, cause they do a lot of daddle flavored products um, out there. They're based in St. Augustine. So that specific one, um, it's endorphin farms, just for yeah. anybody. No. So we use endorphin farms and we use IPAC in winter springs. We've used um, Arizona spice companies who started us out um, down in the Phoenix area. They're a little outside Phoenix. And then uh, Hotbox Philly, which is the owner of uh, Fayaco, so Roddy, um, when we did our seasonal sauce, we used him for our pumpkin spice uh, ghost pepper sauce. We did like 350, 400 bottles of that, and he did that for us. So nice. Yeah. Um, you know, we wanna, we would love to work with everybody and just keep on supporting each other. You know, um, I think that's really cool. You know, um, there's no reason to just limit yourself to one co-packer. Yeah. Yeah. So and luckily. we've we've had um co-pack clients who work with other co-packers and then the other co-packer goes out of business. So it is also like a just a level of protection. Absolutely. You know, even if you know in, in his case, it we were both making most of the same sauces, which had a level of complication with uh um consistency between the two of us. Yeah. But um, but even if you have a co-packer who's only making one sauce, but then, you know, another co-packer makes another sauce goes out of business. You already have that relationship in place. You already know how to work well together. You know, it, it really does give you some protection. Yeah. I've talked to some companies who they're just, they've scaled pretty quickly and they're, they're pushing a lot of sauces. So they have a co-packer on like the West coast that does stuff for their distribution yeah. on the West coast. And then on the East yeah. coast, they have a different one. And I think to myself, I was like, there's gotta be a moment where you're like, you know, it's like having a Coke made in Atlanta versus having a Coke made in Mexico. Although that's a little different because they use a different sugar. But even in Colombia, like the Coke tastes completely different than it does yeah. here in Miami or I mean in Florida um, versus on the other side. Water has a big is a big yeah. factor for a lot of things, too. And and equipment, too. I mean, it's it's really, um, you know, it is nothing make you examine your processes in like like trying to match to a different co-packer because mm -hmm. you have things that you just do your way and it works. And, and all of a sudden you have two sauces that you think you did exactly the same and they end up slightly different. And then you have to like figure out what's different about your process than my process. And yeah, that's a, that's a, that's eh, a fun little thing to figure out. Yeah. Cool. But we good. That's it. I think we're done. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank it was you. Really great meeting you guys. Yeah. It was yeah, great to meet you. Too. Really happy oh. to have you on. Let me just say one thing, um, because I know, and, and I'll let you go, because I know we took so long. I I hope to see you at the Portland Hot Sauce Expo next year, Spike. Uh, I know you've talked a lot about that. I, I did all the expos this year, from uh, Fiery Foods to all the, the ones that Steve Seabury does, um, Pennsylvania, uh, all these things. Um, so I definitely know which ones I'd go back to and which ones I wouldn't go back to. For the most part, I'd go back to all of them. But the camaraderie part is like my favorite part of, of that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just being able and you, you shut down, especially on the first day when you don't have to unload and, and pack everything up and you can just go and hang out. Um, and there's always like a hangout where people just sit down and just talk for a few hours. So, um, but um, if I, I hope to see you there. And we Zach, have all the plans to be there. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I tell, well, uh, I'll, it's, uh... like, I'll pay it all at once for your whole thing. Just, because that's how it's like people will go four days after he's released it and it's already booked. So make sure you're on it right away. Although I'm sure he'd want to have you there. So say that yeah. one more time. I didn't catch that. Oh uh, yeah. I said that real quick. Um, 
So he'll, he'll send out the application and Portland is one of the ones that will fill up the quickest. So make sure you are watching like the groups or something, or you're communicating with him so that as soon as he sends out the applications that you submit as well, because it's a first come first serve. Um, awesome. Thank you. And for telling Portland me that. is one of the quickest ones to just book up for me out of all of them. Um, uh, Illinois and Portland are my fa- two favorite shows I've ever done ever. So awesome. Uh, thank you very much, guys. It's it was great to meet you. Um, and yes, we will see each other at the Portland show. You got it. For sure, guys. Have a good night, Bye, guys. Really great to meet Bye. you guys. Take care see now. You later. Flavor Balance Heat, the podcast for hot sauce lovers and makers, was brought to you by Butterfly Bakery of Vermont, High Desert Sauce Co., and Iris Spikes Unique Hot Sauces and Vandal Pepper Sauces. This has been a Spike Mine Media Production.